Who's that guy? You know who I am. Yeah, I know who I am. One for the players at the crib, dank and drinks, and two is for the sound hootie hoo that I make. Nice ride. Where did hoodies come from? I saw Val Kilmer once. He was walking outside of a dumpling shop in a trench coat. Don't use ketchup on your hot dog. Do the number one meal with a large root beer. I'm an emotional creature. Don't open that door! <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. The Nate Show Podcast is presented by Safe Kicker Media Group. Please follow the show at The Nate Show on Facebook and at That's Nate Cox on Instagram. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. It's time. This is the uh, conclusion of kind of an accidental trilogy hopefully this will be a better conclusion uh, than the dark knight rises but i didn't mean for the first three episodes of this nate show podcast return let me be careful here because i always get too close to the mic doing this i'm so used to like hosting trivia then when you host trivia you have to hold the mic we don't have to but hold the mic up to your mouth and whatever It's, it's totally different so anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. I'm going to be a little bit like this, though, in this conclusion, because this is sort of, you know, this is me dealing with and recovering from the side effects of doing the vaccine. Again, you know, the first time I did it, um, it was kind of like, yeah, that first day was fine. I was like, this is easy. I was a little bit sleepy, but I was a little bit sleepy anyway. And then the day after like I left work early because I was like I can't even like my head hurts I can't even see like this is crazy and same thing today except not to sit here and complain um but like I got the vaccine yesterday as I'm recording this excuse me played basketball at night and was up late fine and then all of a sudden around 3 30 a.m. I'm just like shivering cold. I've got all these blankets on me, hoodie and everything. And then just all day, just been sort of sleeping. So I do apologize for the delay. Those of you that were waiting on the episode to be up this morning, it's why it's running a little bit behind. But I'm here, I'm back, and I'm back, you know. So this is the vaccinate show episode. But yeah, I'm still a little bit wonky. Um, So yeah, there's that. But things have been progressing uh, for the better ever since I sort of came back to the podcast and just sort of opted to operate in relentless self-expression, as I said, and kind of just deciding to just be myself. And I realize that this makes me a jerk sometimes, but not necessarily have to explain myself all the time. And, you know, cause I'm one of these people that in the past that like I want I necessarily like seek it out but it does feel good to I mean it feels good to feel good and it feels good to like have <laughs> approval for lack of a better word or people like hey like this validation that I was seeking the, the, the problem is, is I was looking for it like in the wrong places or in the wrong ways at the wrong moments when I've had such a difficult time in my life just being uh, being present 
in the moment and enjoying it for what it is. I'm always either measuring that moment based on the past or I'm going, Hey, where's this going? What's the next move? And like, those are, those things are okay to an extent, but when that piles up and you're never actually there for anything, it begins to uh, take a toll on you and, you know, those around you as well. But, you know, it's, I've been big on, you know, making moves that make me proud and, and making sure that I'm looking to, you know, improve myself and improve my situation on a daily basis to get better on a daily basis. Now, these episodes going forward are not going to be like this. I mean, they're, they're going to be, I'm still always going to be the realist or attempt to be the realist version of myself. So that, like that part's not going to change. I don't anticipate that changing, but as far as me just getting on here and saying, Hey, here's my feelings and here's, you know, this and that, whatever, and giving you this sort of autobiography, this live one, that's probably not going to be the direction, especially for the next several episodes. You know, I always thought that the Nate show worked best in podcast form when there are conversations being had, you know, whether that's with, you know, Whitney, you heard her voice in the intro, or whether that's, you know, with um, any comedians I may have been working with at the time when I was doing stand up, if that's with guests that were going to be on the Nate show, the talk show version, which, you know, I'll sort of tell you some of my plans for that as well here in a minute. But those conversations were sort of the lifeblood and why I wanted to do this in the first place. Like, yeah, like, sure, I can get on and talk about my feelings or I can get on and talk about, hey, here's how I think the NBA playoffs are going to go or whatever. I mean, I don't I have no problem doing that or I can tell you about, you know, music and movies. And we, but those things work better, I think, in conversation form when you can sort of ping pong uh, back and forth with people. Uh, whether they're like-minded or not, um, and just have those real talks about, you know, these things that, you know, may be inconsequential in the long run, but it's fun to talk about them. And then, yeah, we can have serious conversations too. So there's people that, uh, some of them, you know, some of them you may not know just because they're, you know, they're like good friends of mine or whatever. And some of them, you'll eventually know them because they'll go on to do big things. But, you know, the conversational aspect of the Nate Show podcast is something that, I care deeply about and want to make sure that we're doing so the next podcast episode that you hear after this one will be some sort of conversation and no, it won't be having me having a conversation with myself. Like, although it would be fun. Um, I'm not going to do that to you. So yeah, like the last time that I was on here, I are talking into this particular, uh, microphone I um, was planning on going back and doing some uh, stand-up again I actually I don't know that I even really knew as of that's what was crazy was the last episode I recorded is I didn't really I, I didn't really know I was gonna be over the next week be doing stand-up and everything else like so I'm hosting trivia and then I, I get a, a text from uh, Tara Smith, TT, who's been on the show before. It was her laugh that you heard in the intro. It was just like, hey, do you want to do stand-up? And I was just like, all right. Like, <laughs> there's really not much more to it than that. I just thought that it would be it'd be nice to get back. Sorry if that microphone peaked there. 
I thought it'd be nice to get back and get back in the swing of, of doing that again. And, you know, I don't know if it's something that is being totally transparent, being real. I don't know that stand up is something that I want to get back into like the full on grind of because it is just that a grind of writing, and especially when it was like at the time when it was for my livelihood. Like I was telling someone the other day, like I like doing things because I like doing them. I like doing the podcast because I like doing it. And I, do I want the podcast, the talk show or any endeavor that I do to eventually be, you know, a full time thing where I'm making money from it and that's the livelihood? Yes. But to rely on that right now is probably not good for the things I'm trying to do with my mental health because that was one of the things before was I, you know, just sort of, and again, people going all in for their dreams and what they believe in is great. And I'm not saying that it doesn't work. I mean, obviously you see it work all the time. You watch any, you know, motivational video, you hear, you watch success stories and you're going to get that. And there will be a time where the Nate show is the full-time thing. But like right now, I'm basically working three different jobs doing this and then trying to get the talk show going again. And I want to be able to do the talk show, whether it's one or two nights a week or, you know, sort of freelance as I'll explain here in a minute. But I want to do that for the love of it. I don't want to, you know, have to go interview someone or, or do whatever I'm planning on doing and then be like, all right, pay me because it's like, well, then that's the motivation's all off. So back to the original point, I did stand up and it went fine. I mean, I don't know, like I'm very hard on myself when it comes to those things. So it's always sort of difficult for me to evaluate. I mean, people tell me that I'm funny and that's like my favorite compliment. I, I, I do take pride in um, being funny, like in a conversational uh, sense. Uh, it's my favorite thing to make people laugh, but as far as getting up and telling stand-up jokes, I don't know if like, that's exactly, you know, what I'm best at. But it was good to get back. Uh, it was good to hear laughter again. It was good to do that. And, but it, it, it did. It made me realize that, hey, um, th this is a full-time thing. I, I don't know if it's really what I want to, you know, be doing. But what I do want to be doing is this. And I already told you what I was planning on doing uh, conversationally with the podcast. But as far as bringing the talk show back. So for anyone that's not aware of this or not familiar with this. Because I know a lot of times I say things and just assume that you know what I'm talking about. Uh, late, uh, well, fall of 2019. 2019 was a big year because I started doing stand-up, I started acting, and I then brought the the stage show to reality, you know, with the help of, you know, Beth Tompkins and David, you know, and, you know, Safe Kicker Media and all that stuff. Like, we were able to bring that to Johnson City. And I grew up a fan of late-night talk shows and specifically a fan of the format that Dave Letterman used and then over the years went back and realized that you know the late show with Dave Letterman was great but late night his original late night on NBC was legendary and, and groundbreaking because it was like he had Johnny Carson doing the tonight show but we had Letterman doing you know in a time slot that no one had ever 
I mean, 12.30 was a brand new time slot, and he was able to sort of be a, a, a cowboy and do <laughs> different things that no one was doing and no one had ever done with his sort of irreverent sense of humor, and, like, he added his sensibilities to it, and it's legendary stuff. And it's a shame that because of the licensing with it being NBC and this and that, that we'll probably never see, you know, any... Uh, DVD specials or Blu-ray sets of you know late night of with Letterman because I would I, man <clears throat> I'd give anything for those to be uploaded to like Peacock on, on streaming I'd I'd watch every episode like honestly and a lot of them are on YouTube so I mean I can go and find them I've done that before I watched several of them and I love it but so I wanted to do something like that and bring it here I, I felt like. Um, I don't want to tip my hand too much here and give anyone any ideas, but I want to do something here in Johnson City while I'm here um, that no one's really doing. And I say this, and I don't really care if this offends anyone. In Johnson, when it comes to Johnson City, no one's really doing anything, if we're being honest. like, it, who Name your favorite... Other than TT, she's amazing. But, like, who's your favorite Johnson City comedian if you're from Johnson City, Tennessee? Because no one, there's no one, like, other than the show that we did Friday. And, again, I, I'm not just, like, saying this to gas her up. But, like, what TT's doing is especially hard because she's being funny. But she's also, like, the only one that's consistently, like, hey, let's go over here and do stand-up here. Like, she's still out there trying to do it. Whereas... You know, and there are others, you know, what, what's great is we just recently, um, but this isn't Johnson City, which proves my point. So like over in Kingsport at Gypsy Circus every Monday, speaking of like Safe Kicker Media is doing you know, that Wise Apple comedy competition. And so that's bringing comedy to the Tri-Cities and bringing awareness. But that's in Kingsport again. Like there's nothing really in Johnson City that's like go to as far as you know, entertainment other than your typical, hey, on a Friday night or Saturday night, let's go see whatever band is at, you know, Capone's or The Hideaway. And, and that's great. Again, I'm not being, I'm not belittling that. I'm just saying as far as, you know, as I said a few episodes ago, like, what are we talking about? What are we doing? You know, I, I can't sit here and complain, like literally sit here and complain about what's not happening if I'm not making something happen. And so we're looking at bringing, you know, the stage show back and bringing this entertainment back. And there are some ideas that I have for that very much in the vein of sort of that Letterman mentality of, well, no one's doing this anyway. So instead of doing it the way that it, quote unquote, should be done, the way you see, you know, late night talk shows now, and there's a million of them now, why not still do something that's different and unique? And that is true to the sensibilities of myself and those that will be working on and with the show something that's unique that can stand out and be different because i just i get the sense that if i just do a late night talk show that would be fun and i'd love doing it but it's not it's um it's the word i'm looking for it's 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 not as original as it should be considering you know, again, you can turn on your television or your streaming service at any point and watch a plethora of late night talk shows. Like the whole thing now is just 
crowded and oversaturated, saturated. So that's the thing. And this episode isn't going to be very long at all. Again, I'm recovering. I am struggling a little bit. I don't make excuses, but I, um, I want to reiterate something that I said earlier to start with and what the last two episodes before this have been about. I was very honest. I felt like about, um, you know, if I'm a close friend of yours or you're a close friend of mine, you already know what it is. I've talked to you. I'll let you know, hey, here's how I'm struggling. But more importantly, I just got to clear my head. I got to do some things to get right. And most people have been understanding of that. Some not so much, but most have been understanding of that. The weird ones for me are the people that message, reach out and say, hey, I'm with you, I got you, let me know if you need anything. I totally respect where you're coming from. And then after, say, I think it's kind of messed up that we aren't communicating. Like, okay. So which is it? Like, and again, you're allowed to be upset that I'm not communicating with you to your standard. And I've realized that that may make me a jerk. But at the same time, one, I warned you. Whether or not I warned you at a certain point is irrelevant. I don't owe you anything. Still don't owe you an explanation. Don't need to explain myself to you. This isn't about you. It's, yeah, if you want to call me selfish, that's fine. But it is about me and you're listening to a show with my name on it if you're hearing this and you're one of those people. So kind of know what you signed up for whenever you clicked play on this episode. So still not feeling the need to explain myself on a one-on-one level. If I've never done that before, why all of a sudden now, whenever I say, hey, I'm not going to do this with anyone, would you assume that I'm going to do it with you? Like, what kind of sense does that make? Spoiler alert, it doesn't. It's rational. So, I'm still working on getting better. You know, trying some different things, as I said. And I'm excited about that journey. I'm excited to have a birthday coming up in a few weeks. I'm excited about, yeah, all the different, you know, work that I'm doing and different ideas that I'm having and putting those into execution and being consistent with the work and continuing to play basketball and and all that stuff. And what I'm really looking forward to is getting some of these vaccine symptoms, you know, out of my life so all that being said i'm gonna start wrapping this up because there's no real reason for me to sit and ramble all day about what i might do what i will do and all this stuff let's just you know i'm wearing a nike shirt right now let's just just do it on it let's just do it let's let's make it happen i do want to close with a thought that has nothing to do with anything though and we can talk about this in some of the conversations i'm going to have on the show going forward when I'm at the gym, the radio's on, or if I'm just in my car, I throw the r- random radio on. I hear 
obviously you hear like current music. If I'm listening, I'll just put it that way. If I'm listening to like a current radio station, whether it's local or, you know, like I said, they play local stuff at the gym. I'm usually listening to that particular, that particular song and going, is this, this person's like best song? Like this is the song that made the radio. Like this is the song that we're putting out for the world to be like, Hey, uh, in the words of Roman Reigns, acknowledge me, acknowledge me and my skill making music. This is what, like, this is what you chose. Like, this is your best effort. Like, how crappy is the rest of your album going to be? This is the best effort. Like, that song with Bruno Mars, I think Anderson Pock, that Leave the Door Open is remarkably boring. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a song that we're going to hear all summer long because it's Bruno Mars and it's like, it's generic and accessible to the lowest common denominator. And that's what most current radio music is. I mean, I'm as big a hip-hop fan as there comes, but, man, like, it doesn't take much these days. Like, you don't really have to appeal to, you know, I'm not going to try to get in this argument and this conversation about, but it's like, I will just say that there's, like, a reason that I listen to older hip-hop as opposed to newer. Like, if if I want to literally shut my brain off for a minute and just vibe, like, I'll put on current radio on current hip-hop especially and just bounce or whatever if i'm whatever but like you gotta protect your mind man like and current music in any form is not gonna help with that it is not going to help you so we'll get into this uh that's sort of a teaser because it's one of the long-form conversations that i want to have and perhaps you know next friday on the podcast you'll hear some of that but thank you for helping me close out this trilogy of Nate over-explaining, not explaining himself. It's kind of a fun direction to take everything. But yeah, I do appreciate you tuning in, uh, however you're listening to this. And I look forward to bringing you some more content uh, starting next Friday and on down the road. Thanks for joining. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of The Nate Show Podcast. Make sure that you head over to thenateshow423.com, where you can follow this podcast and everything else that's going on with The Nate Show. I hope to have you back next time, but if not, I get it. <laughs>